everybody. Hello and welcome to the Spidey Dude Experience, another episode, episode 14. Thank you for watching and listening to the Spidey Dude Experience. Of course, before we get started, we want to give a shout out to our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Spidey Dude Network. We want to also give a shout out to our Patreon subscriber, Vinkman. Thank you so much for your support. And if you want to see what all the fuss is about, head over to Patreon.com for more information. Be sure to check out our episodes of our other shows, such as Amazing Spider-Man Classics, Clones Line Chronicles, Spectacular Radio, and Make Mine Payday. The episodes are up. We have recorded one on Friday and this past Monday of Make Mine Payday, so check those out. And uh, we covered A next and the next six issues of Spider-Girl. So we're back to getting back on track with that particular show and uh, check out more information. We'll post it on our social medias as it gets a little closer, but uh, we want to, you guys to be a part of the fan panel if you like to talk more about A next. So let your voice be heard. We have uh, voicemails for Clone Talk Chronicles and Spectacular Radio, but we'd love to hear from you, our friend. Our voice That phone number is 818. 818- 925-6631. That's the way you can do a voicemail. We'll play those voicemails live here on the show. There's another, another different way you can, e- you can get with us. You can email us at spideyradionetwork.com. Just be sure to tell us if you're going to leave a voicemail, what, where you're calling from, what you're, and uh, what show you're talking about. We'll play live on that respective program. Also, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite podcast. We're going to do our, uh, we'll do our best to read it on the, on the show in a future episode. So if you have questions, concerns, things like that, just be sure to let us know. Uh, okay, for those listening to the audio version, please excuse references to visual aids as and or our live comments as these shows are live streamed on our YouTube page. And, and Twitter and Facebook as well. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube page. Just search for us on YouTube for Spidey Radio Network. On that one. Thanks for listening. Of course, enjoy the rest of this program. Thanks again uh, for our Patreon subscriber, Vinkman. I'm Zach, joining your friendly neighborhood webmaster and executive producer of the aforementioned shows. In this episode, we are going to be a little lighter than we have in other episodes because officially with this episode, we are caught up. Yes, that's right. We are caught up, and we're going to be covering issue 58 of Amazing Spider-Man. We've got a few news topics to cover before we get it started, but I want to introduce my cast of characters. He is Neil Brand. Ech. It's me. That's it. The host of the Neil Bogenreiter Variety Hour. The Bogenreiter Variety Hour, excuse me. Uh, you can find that on Twitch. Right and on YouTube, we we uh, export our we export our our recordings raw to YouTube, and we're planning on getting them in audio format soon. So, so um, yeah, really excited. Um, also, if you didn't hear, I think it was last episode or maybe the episode before last, we did we are rebooting uh, ASM Classics, so that's that's coming. That's something that's going to be happening. So excited about that. We got no Rogan Rider Variety Hour. A satellite show of the Spidey Dude Radio Network, and uh, we'll be advertising it on our various platforms. So, uh, next up, we got Adam. Adam. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of exciting. We're all caught up. It's been quite a ride. Now I'm going to have to read all the issues that uh, on the day that on the days that they come out. Uh, yep. Yeah. You'll, you'll live. <laughs> you'll live. And maybe we'll start covering some satellite books here and there. Ooh. Only if they have clones in them. 
<laughs> I'm still not excited for that. Anyway, but lastly, but not leastly, the man, the myth, the legend, Pythagoras himself, Paul. Reading oh, Supreme Power. I, I didn't see you there. How are you doing? <laughs> he's got a brand. He's got a newer setup. If you, I'm going to blow you up for a second. All right, there you go. what's up, dudes uh, and ladies and everybody? Uh, yeah, this is my new setup, <clears throat> and uh, you can't really see it very well. But let me uh, just kind of show you. This is kind of where I'm, what I'm dealing with here. Got some cool stuff. Got Miracle Man. If <clears throat> those who don't know who Miracle Man is, get on that because that stuff <laughs> is good. Don't look at the legal history because that's a very complicated one. I think it's brought, straight up. I think that is so fascinating. The legal history of that. It's it really fascinating. Is. It's super. Uh, God, I, was, I love that stuff. But yeah, uh, new setup, new area. Think, uh, a sign of things to come. I'll just say that right now. Here you go. Also, um, got this in the mail the other day. Nice. Now, now, I have been, and I was just telling you guys before the show, I am not someone who buys a lot of trades for Spider-Man just because I own a ton of the floppies. I've got a bunch of like omnibuses and things like that. I don't have them up there yet, but I probably will at some point. But anyway, I realized one of my favorite all-time runs was Jerry Conway's uh, you know, original Amazing Run. It's, it's sure. legendary. Yeah. And I realized I don't have that like in a collection. Mm-hmm. I have like the first like, you know, the first Stan Lee and uh, Dicko and then the John Romita omnibuses. And then when Thomas takes over, I'm like, eh, it's not my favorite. Um, yeah, it's only for a couple issues, though. It's work, work, work. But when Conway takes over, oh yeah, so good. And it's some of my favorite Spider-Man ever, like straight up. And uh, yeah, so I realized they just this just, just got back into print apparently. So yeah, I guess it was yeah. out of print. So I went and picked this up immediately. So yeah, this is uh, it, it's gorgeous. These epic these epic trades are just. Yeah, just they are. by the way, Zach, I just want you to I don't know if you can see uh if you blow it up. I'm not sure if you can see. Do you know what all this is? I believe that is the clone saga trade, sir. That is all of the clone saga trades. That's not only just the bit the clone saga epics, we've got the Ben Riley epic, also the original clone saga trade as well, nice. which I recently just all found out that they're all out of print and they're going for a lot online. Yo, oh, I know. <laughs> I bought I bought mine when they came out back in like what 2010 nine eight whatever it Something was like that yeah 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 I think it was 2011 was the year that they got announced and then they did they actually did a re-release they've been in such oh, demand they re-released the first half, re-released though. all of them just the first and, half though not the Ben Riley ones yeah they did, they haven't done the Ben Riley trades but the first half the the first five Clone Saga trades. They did. They've re-released. They've all. They've all since sold out. So the Ben Riley ones are are a lot harder to find. Uh, okay. Yeah, because they haven't done the re-release yet. Um, my next quest is actually going to be, um, getting the omnibuses, because there's a few things that are going to be that are in the omnibuses that aren't in the trades. Wait, what? Uh, Why? Yeah. Uh, because, because okay, they did a collector's edition, and we used to have the pages up on Spidey Dude. Before stuff went to hell, those extra uh, pages aren't in the. In the yeah, ben they're Riley. in there, dude. They're in there. Yeah, because back, Zach. Funny fact: your show was actually the reason I even found out about those extra pages. Yeah, well, no, no, not the extra pages. There yeah. was a whole book where they did like it was called the it's called the collector's edition, and what it is is it's it talks it did interviews about the ninety four 
animated awesome. series. It did interviews with uh, how they created the the costume and everything. Like it had interviews with Tom Lyle and then uh, and also Mark Bagley because they both threw in designs for the Scarlet Spider costume. Ultimately, Tom Lyle's design won, and so they kind of go through all the concept art of that, and then they kind of talk about like the first three or four months of the uh, of the Clone Saga. It's in the omnibuses, but it's not in the trades. Oh, um, okay. Okay. And so, yeah, uh, I had two copies of that. I had one that got water damaged, so I was able to snag a second. Uh, Gerard helped me snag a second one. F in the chat, lads, for that trip collection. <laughs> yeah, so uh, my next goal is is going to be uh, getting those omnibuses. So uh, I'm gonna. there's four. There's two Ben Rileys and two Clone Sagas. So uh, I'm going to get those. I'm going to be the clone saga what Michael Bailey is to Death of Superman. I'm going to have every collected edition that's ever been released. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Not, not that many though either. So I mean, no, it's only it's only the the twelve because I I consider the original clone saga trade a a like I, I do want to get um because I do have the revelations trade. Uh, Venkman actually sent that to me for Christmas. Aww. I think it was not this past Christmas, but the previous Christmas. And um, Vinkman says, okay, I'm trying to see if he can identify all the trades on Ball's shelf. He has all the Spider-Man collect- epic collections to date, and they're fantastic. Neil in a blanket. So, uh, but yeah, I, yeah there we go. Yeah, yeah uh, Neil sent, uh, not Neil, Vinkman sent me the original uh, Revelations trade. So I want to get the um, Clone Genesis trade, and I've seen it and I've held it. But it was at Mile High's booth in San Diego in 2011, and they jacked the price up so much that I was like, I don't want to drop this for fear of like a page ripping, and I got to pay 80 bucks for it. Because <laughs> they had it for like 80 bucks, and then that was at the exact same time they had the original Clone Saga trade. And I'm like, dude, this trade has three times, uh, almost three times the amount of books, and you're telling me, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Completely off topic, but uh, yeah, speaking of news topics, it's Spider Man, yeah. So it's relevant. Yeah, it I is. talked about this one before on other podcasts, so someone else gets to talk about it. Um, yeah, so there was this news story that was going around, and I had it pulled up, and I somehow lost it. Spider Man gets a new what suit. Is, what is it? What is, oh, the new suit, yes. So Hey, get a new suit. Hey, you got a new suit. Hey, 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 hey. Get a new suit. It's a new suit. topic. Spidey gets a new suit in issue 61. Uh, we have a couple of variant covers that were released. It wasn't 69. Um, uh, the march to 69 begins. Uh, uh, I'm going to hang on. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, apparently, Pat Gleason's going to be doing those two issues. Yep. Um, it's interesting because um, April solicitations came out, and they're not in the April books. Yeah, I think yeah. it's going to be a temporary look. I don't even think it's going to be... You know what? I, I said on a different show, but I'm going to say it on here, too. I don't think it's Peter in the costume. I think it's Boomerang LARPing as Spider-Man. Ooh. Yeah. So this was from Marvel.com. This was released on December 29th, the day after my birthday. But we're kind of playing catch up, mainly because we knew that uh, we would get to this point where we're caught up because we're covering this issue today. 
issue number 58, today's issue. So that there is spoilers for those that have not read the issue yet. Um, but yeah, okay, I'm going to go around. Adam, what do you think of this new costume? Uh, I mean, I, I, I've said it to you guys privately. I, I don't hate it. I don't love it. Um, I personally, I've seen people say like, oh, it's over-designed. I actually thought it would be way, you know, when there's the, the idea that, oh, there's going to be a new suit. It's like, I guess the fear a lot of people have is that it's going to be over-designed. I don't really think it's over-designed. I think they, you know, it, you know, it's got extra gadgets. It looks like, but I think they, I think Dustin Weaver kind of reined it in pretty well. Um, the color scheme's okay. I think the eyes are kind of cool. I, um, I, I think if, if it were red, I think right, I would I, be a little more. I saw I saw someone do a, an edit where like all the gray and white was red and the blue was blue. You know, a, a really dark red and a really dark blue. And I actually thought that looked kind of cool. He looked he looked more like a robot, but I don't know. I thought it was interesting, and maybe people would respond to it a little better if it looked like that but i mean i don't know it i, I think i think in when it's in the 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 sequel to the ps4 game i think people will uh enjoy it <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna bring that up because i you know look um i neil knows this i've been doing a my you know uh game game new game plus Play plus yeah and I have finished the story and I'm basically going through and, and like wrapping up all the little side stuff. Um, and I, I, I started it, but I never finished it. So I've been playing that for the last couple of weeks on and off. And that game surprisingly holds up so well. But I'm like I, they, two years old. Come on. Yeah. Well, but <laughs> I would hope so too. But you, you know how, like, okay, I'm a sports gamer. Paul, you can understand this reference. As a Madden fan, I've I've played Madden now every year since yep. 1997, and for the last six years, it's been the exact same thing. It's just basically been a sixty dollar roster update. Yeah. So it's it's gotten to the point where I'm like super burned out on gaming. But Spider Man, I was able to pick up and just go, which was awesome. Um, go, and it, go, go. it took me a little bit to get the controls back. But once I did, because I'm eventually going to get Miles, but I want to get a PS5. Like, if I'm going to do Miles, I'm going to do it, like, right, so to speak. It's funny you say that, because uh, I got the Miles game for my birthday from my co-host from the comic binge, Chris uh, Clow. A, a beautiful, beautiful man, by the way. I love I love him to death. Um, he uh, basically was like, listen, because I was the same way. Zach, I wanted to wait and get a PS5, and that wasn't going to happen anytime soon. I was like, I was content just to wait like you. He gave it to me, and he goes, the best part is when you get into PS5, it just upscales. It just, you know, it just goes right into you know PS5, you know, whatever. I'm like, oh. Hmm. The only oh. difference is the only difference is the box is different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so I yeah. was like, oh, okay. So I need to play it. I'm going to play it, Chris. I'm not sure if Chris is listening, but Chris, if you're listening, I am going to play it soon. At some point, it's just we are gonna, yeah. No, I'm, I've, I've said this. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and I forgot about that until you said it. If somebody else said it to me, I was like, oh, so if I buy the Miles Morales game for PS4, I can get it for PS5 and yes. then buy the remastered separately. And now, I, I'm not gonna lie, I really don't like 
Hey. No, no, no. It doesn't remaster. It's it, it's a whole. It re, it upscale. It automatically goes into PS5 version. Yeah, I know. But okay. I, I was talking about the remastered version when they recast Peter Parker. Because hmm. uh, I just oh, like, actually, okay. yeah, when they got the new face skin, and I'm I'm I, I, I I've seen videos and it's look it looks okay, but it's like I still don't understand why you had to go find. And like it, it just feels like corporate synergy to me. Uh, I, I know that's not what uh, Brian HR said. It basically was like breaking their their system on the new PS5, so they they had to do it. But um, yeah, I mean, it sucks. So, but I'm I'm sure that's a mix of both. Like they like they needed to, but they also saw an opportunity to line up with the movies. So yeah, I yeah, I, I kind of think that that was that was also it too. Which I, I you know what I, I I don't like it, but I. I understand it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, so Flo, you bring up a point. It is ugly. But <laughs> it's not the ugliest suit in the world, it, but I, it, it, I, real quick, I want to make a point that I'm going to reserve my final judgment until Gleason draws it. Sure. Because, because Dustin Weaver's only doing the concept art. He, I mean, he designed the suit, but he's only doing the covers. Yeah. But I'm going to no, wait until I, I, the interiors. Yeah. I want to, I want to wait until I read the, read the story. Cause there, there's obviously a reason. But clearly, it's not going to be, or at least not right now, going to be used any, beyond these, these two issues. So at least, I'm going to the covers lie. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to switch gears for a second because I haven't done this yet, and y'all know how I am about Marvel Legends. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. I didn't even talk about the suit. Oh, yeah. my bad, Paul. My bad. Talk about wow. <laughs> Let me go back. Let me go back. I'm sorry. Okay, Here we go. Okay. All right. Back to the suit. All right. Wow, I'm just chopped liver today. No, yeah. I, I here's the here's the deal with the suit. I I love new costumes. I live for mm-hmm. this stuff, man. I do. And Spider Man's always one of those tricky, tricky heroes, which is ironic because the PS4 game has like zillions of alternate costumes. But granted, those aren't always you know Peter Parker's costumes. But I digress. That being said, I I remember going getting back into comics in 2004 and five ish and right when uh civil war happened i had no idea spider-man was getting a new suit and then i heard he was i went no way that's crazy i can't wait for that to happen and uh i was kind of i was pleasantly surprised at the uh the new costume of the iron spider suit i actually really liked it then um and you know i i like the fact that he wore it for a while and i thought they did a great job with that back in the day and obviously the black spider-man costume is something i grew up on and I have an affinity for that thing like crazy. So new costumes are always kind of a big deal for me with Spider-Man. I will say that I think, you know me, I'm not, I'm not a Dan Slott apologist, but he kind of not ruined, but he kind of, he kind of made that, that uh, new costume like fun a little bit stale because of all the different suits that he wore during big time. And then you have the superior Spider-Man suit, which yep. I actually really liked the Superior Spider-Man suit. I thought that was pretty cool, uh, you know, within you know context. And so, okay, question: Which one do you like the the first iteration that Ed McGinnis did, or the second iteration that was designed by Ramos? For wait, oh, for the uh, the Iron Spider? For no, Superior. Oh, Superior. Um, I thought Stegman did the Superior suit. Uh, Stegman drew the first appearance of the Superior suit, but it was actually designed by Ed McGinnis. It was no, it was Kevin Cully. Was it? Was it? Oh. I think it was. I, I thought it was Cameron When I do my deep dive in Superior Spider-Man, I'm, I'm going to do all that research. Which, I'm, which I'm going to do too, by the way. I'm, I'm excited to go back into it. Let me, let me, let me look Spider-Man. it up. 
I if I if I, if I remember correctly, because doesn't doesn't his lenses get different later on? Yeah, I yeah. I honestly I personally I like the first one better just for thematics, like like because it, it's it's kind of like there's something wrong with Spider Man, and the suit kind of shows that I think. Yeah, so, I think I, yeah. If I, remember, if I remember correctly, I think I like the the initial because he, he becomes more like Spider Man in the end. Right, yeah. like his costume. Yeah, yeah. I, if I remember correctly, I like the weird bulgy eyes that he had. It just looked yeah. different. I, I like that. Okay, so I have the Ramos Marvel Legend, but that's one that I, I like. They didn't do the the only one that we got of the original Superior Spider-Man suit, like the one from, you know, starting with uh, I think it was Superior or uh, uh, Spider-Man Team Up number one or Superior Spider-Man Team Up number one on up until like issue nine whenever they did the when ramos did redid the, the suit i i liked that suit a lot and they did a marvel select but they never hasbro never did a marvel legend for it so the only superior one that they actually did was the 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 later one the one that looks a lot like a mixture between ben riley and uh alex ross's yeah design. i have that and, one too yeah and so, so- yeah. yeah, I'm hoping that they'll do a re-release re-release of that one with some, maybe some different, more like the eyes, maybe a little bit more like, yeah, lenses because they they did a weird like coloring to them. Mm-hmm. Like they put this brown coloring for no reason, which I never understood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're yeah they're this so this costume to me this feels like big time a little bit, which is kind of a bummer. And I like I I didn't I didn't know what to think of it at first. It's kind of. But it definitely grew on me, and I, and I hate to say it, I I hope it's not just a flash in the pan. I hope it kind of lasts more than just two issues, and I hope that the solicits are just it's just you know whatever it's just it's it's just a random uh, picture of a, you know Bagley Spider Man, and it will be in the new suit. I hope it's not just a gimmick for two issues because that'll be really disappointing. And just like because even the big time suits, they never did that. They never said like. Spider-Man gets a brand new costume and they just said, Oh, you know, they kind of just made it more like it made it seem like it was, it was a short term thing in, in big time. And, and, and during that whole slot run, whereas with this, they made it a big announcement. Like he gets a new costume, but again, probably because they, they wanted to sell variant covers. Exactly. And that might be it. I hope that's not the case. I hope, I do hope there's a story reason for this and that, you know, that there, I hope it, it's not just a flash in the pan for, to sell comics. I don't think Spencer's like that. There is a legitimate reason this exists and I'm really excited to see why. So sure. yeah, I'm a, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's just whatever. As long as the story is good, then I'll yeah. be fine. So. Yeah. Neil just sent me the, the, the design art it, that, that I'm pretty sure that's, that is uh Cam and Coley. So I was wrong. All right, we'll talk more about that in a future episode because we're gonna we're gonna talk about some stuff, uh, kind of talk about the future of the of the site, and of the show, and stuff like that. So uh, go through the comments real quick. Uh, well, I want to answer that one about Peter's new job. Okay, so if I was still buying the books, I'd be a lot more annoyed. That's what Vakeman said, but he's ambivalent. And then what does uh, SoFlo Entertainment says? What does everyone think of Peter's new job? It's going to be. I don't know. I think it's going to be a podcaster for threats and menaces. Ooh, yeah. Cause we haven't Cause had, remember, cause, cause remember Nora came to Peter at the end of, uh, issue 40. Yeah. And said, Hey, mm-hmm. you might, you might like this. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I'm down for that. I, I, I'll, I, I'm, 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 I look forward to that and see what, see what happens. 
they're probably because Spencer probably wants to bring that more into the story too, so that would make sense for uh, you know. So okay, am I allowed to move on, Paul, to the next topic? He's like, no, you can't. We're stuck on this one forever. All right. So Marvel Legends in 2021. Uh, for those that don't know me, um, I am a huge Marvel Legends fan. I, I, I. It's a, it's a disease. I don't have every one that I want. I still have a pretty big laundry list. In fact, to show everybody, I mean, I kind of showed it off, but there's my wall of the of the uh, retro collection that came out last year. Uh, so I've been slowly but surely. The only ones I'm missing now are Gwen. I think Gwen, and that's it. And uh, like Jonah and Kingpin. So that's that's all I'm missing. I've got um, two Target exclusives and then the Stereo exclusive and the Black Cat exclusive. So I've got all those. So there's some more coming, of course. The uh, train never stops when it comes to Marvel Legends. And so according to Marvel Toy News, here's the latest ones. Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, they've got four characters that are based off Into the Spider-Verse. Peter B. Parker. Um, Miles Morales, Spider Gwen, and then Marvel's Prowler. Marvel's Prowler, a uh, most uh, a partially new um, design. Then my boy Frogman right there. And then you got fro- uh, like I, I know Neil, <laughs> Neil's fro- Neil is like Jonesing for some Frogman. After, oh, I think yeah. Paul is. Yeah, Paul and I are both Frogman. Oh, singers. you're muted. Yeah, dude, I've been having Frogman on my, like, on the crawl space, like, uh, whatever it was, the Discord. Man, I've been having Frogman for my Discord thing forever. Frogman's yeah. a boy. I love Eugene. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, legit. So. And then you got a hand ninja. Just, just Well, the, the, here's the interesting part of the hand ninja. He's an army builder. So what they did was, Stiltman still still is, uh, is the builder figure. Because this is the legs. So you can do, like... You can buy like six hand ninjas and and stack the legs with stilt man. Yeah, I think Symbio Bro did a video or did took pictures of like a bunch of hand like he, I think they had the hand ninjas as another army build another wave. Yeah. And they had the legs in there too, so he ha- had like a 6 foot tall stilt man figurine. Yeah, yeah. So stilt man can go as high as he wants. Um the Peter B Parker's completely new. Um, Miles Morales is completely new. Spider Gwen, um, from the head up is new, but the body is almost the exact, and maybe the like the the chest area is also probably slightly uh, been altered. But um, they've done three Spider Gwens: the original one that they did back in 2016, and then they did a re-release, like with a two-pack with Miles. Uh, so that's a lot of that. You come with Spider Ham. Spider Ham's not very articulated, um, but yeah, Frogman's in there. The Hand Ninja, um, which I'm down for. I'm down for some Hand Ninjas. Uh, uh, fun fact, Zach. Uh, my Frogman is shipping now. Nice. So these are these should be like hitting stores fairly soon mm-hmm. if they haven't already. Uh, these are going to be coming. They were on pre-order at the end of last year, and now they're starting to starting to trickle out. Um, and, and I, you know, I can tell that is the retro wave is starting to be discounted. So, um, okay. Next up, let's talk about Miss Angelica Jinx herself. 
Firestar. This is going to be a online and uh, fan what they call fan channel exclusive. So you can get this like Entertainment Earth or Big Bad Toy Store or Dorkside Toys uh, or places like GameStop. Uh, Think Geek. You'll be able to find her. But what I love is that they actually got the background from the Amazing oh, Friends. Yeah. And the same stills, I think, from the animation stills. Yeah. They also got Miss Lion. So she's got like a more like classic head of Miss Angelica Jinx. And then they've got more of a like a kind of a comic booky head with the waving hair. A mm-hmm. um, couple of uh, fire effects. So if you if you happen to get the uh, t- the Bobby Drake Iceman and the classic Spider Man from which I saw today, I was looking on eBay. Somebody's trying to they're trying to sell that thing for sixty bucks. Holy crap! Holy crap. The retro Spider Man, and I was like, yeah, oh, man. <sighs> uh, which I only have look. I've only ever seen one in the wild. The only other, the one that I got that's that's loose, I bought the wave. I pre-ordered the wave and bought the wave, and then I happened to see that one in the wild uh, at a Target. But that was it. Like I've seen Gwen, I've seen Electro, I've seen Green Goblin, uh, the Peter Parker never saw in the wild. Um, Mysterio I found in the wild uh, at GameStop, and I probably overpaid for him, but. Um, but yeah, no, like he's been really notoriously hard to find. Uh, uh my hand just, my hand just stopped Marvel Legends of the Red Ghost and his stupid, stupid apes. Yeah, that that would be it. <laughs> um, I'm assuming once we get a little closer to February and the virtual New York Toy Fair occurs, we will probably get some more reveals. Um, but I'm really also excited for this Nova that's going to be coming out. It's a Walgreens exclusive. It is the classic Nova. They're also going to be doing, um, the uh, re-releasing silver surfer, but it's the fallen one silver surfer. So he's got like Mjolnir and he's slightly more like darker silver. And then they also are doing, I think this is a, um, Amazon exclusive, but it's like a, a dusty Daredevil. So they did Daredevil in Negasonic Teenage Warhead from the second movie. You mean Deadpool? Deadpool and Neg- Negasonic. What did I say? You said so Daredevil. Daredevil. Oh, Deadpool. Oof. All right. ADD. Yeah. Oh, Dusty Deadpool is what it's supposed to be. So this is a, a Amazon exclusive. And then. Uh, Modok is a um, deluxe figure that they don't even have like the, the this is the packaging it's just like a box so Modok is available for those that wanted a Modok um, figure so yeah well and then they also announced and they, this is just the concept art the classic Ultron and well yeah uh, so By the way, I'm actually, Rango, Rango. yeah, I'm here. Rango. I'm not sure who that yep. is. How about now? Uh, let's try. Here we go. Okay. Yay, yep, that's yay. good. Here we go. By the okay, way, I as, as I was saying, wait, hold on. Ah, hold on. Technical difficulties. Okay. <sighs> I don't know why, man. What what this is all about? Well, I can keep talking about Ultron and how this is the only Ultron in existence that should be existing. Not eyeballed Ultron from Age of Ultron. 
Why would you yeah, want? Right? Why, would, why would you want can open her mouth, Ultron? This one? This one? No, I'm talking about movie Ultron. Exactly. exactly. You don't need. I, Ultron doesn't need eyeballs. A robot doesn't need eyeballs. I love how the echo effect is just amplifying Paul's anger. See, I'm not hearing any of it, but that doesn't mean it's not happening. It's okay. I'll just keep talking. Just keep talking. No, but anyway, I, I just really quickly, are you guys all anti-Angel Ultron people like like myself? I like parts of it. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, there's parts that are okay. I mean, there's, I mean, I like the the cat versus Ultron stuff. I love, I love that part. Yeah. I also, I don't know. There's just something about the Age of Ultron movie that just kind of feels weird. Is it Ultron, is it Ultron's a quick master like Iron Man. What? What? It's that Ultron. It's that Ultron's a quick master. Oh, he makes yeah, jokes. Yeah, he makes yeah. jokes and talks like Iron Man. Yeah. I mean, and I get what they were like, trying to do, but yeah. you know, Ultron's entire thing is like I'm an emotionless psychopathic robot. Yeah. Die. Yeah. yeah. I also I, didn't. I also didn't like Hawkeye. All of a sudden, like having a family, and then all. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they, they took a cue from the old uh, Ninja Turtles movie. And they went. They're jet- like You notice that they're. If you looked at the set photos for the new Hawkeye show, they're basically jettisoning the family. Thank God. Well, <laughs> for good reason. Terrible. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat this tub of icing that I got at the convenience store. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, you just wasted it on the young. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, tell me about it. Oh man. All right. I think I think it sounds good now, Zach. Yeah, the echo's gone. Okay. Cool. That's all. That's all. I I I I've lowered my mic. I'm just making sure that it's not. Um. Yeah, it sounds good. We sound great. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Now we're on a crotch shot on an action figure. Who's this? Oh, yeah, that's Nova. Oh, Nova! Nova's Hell cool. yeah. Human Rocket, baby. Oh, give me that Nova. You know, we, could act, we could actually get a new, a new, an entire New Warriors lineup, like a classic New Warriors lineup. Ooh, yeah. 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 Nope. Oh. I don't have Rage. I, I never picked him up. And all I need is, all you really need is Justice. Mm-hmm. Or, Mar- or Marvel Boy. So, like, I think Ultra Girl, maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, I, like I say, they've done a Night Thrasher. And he Wait, looks Speedball? Like, oh, they haven't done Speedball yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you could, speedball. they probably have a penance figure out there that you can. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, for, those of, for those of you who like Gage's, young, or Gage's Avengers Initiative, I liked Avengers Initiative. No, I, don't, I did. I'm just saying that's where penance shown. No, no, he was in uh, Thunderbolts. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting that Mighty Avengers, Dark Avengers, Young Avengers, uh, or Avengers. That was all pre- and... Yeah, it was precursor. So they yeah, were all running I, together. So yeah, because Ellis, because Ellis's uh, Thunderbolts is actually pretty good. Like that's a pretty damn good comics, in my opinion. Delgado and yeah. Ellis. That's a lethal two, combo. Two thousand eight was the year of Ellis. Are you talking about Bendis Dark Avengers? No, no, I'm talking about more in Ellis's. Uh, because Delgado was on uh, Ellis's uh, his run, yeah. Because he's the one. He's Ellis, one he, that's what he that was doing. That was the e- that was the era of Ellis. Because no, he had, he had Next here. Wave and then Thunderbolts. So really good, really good era for. I've never read. Um, I've never read Next Wave. Never Dude, did. Dude, read Next Wave. I've heard, it's great. I've heard it's great. I've heard it's great. I have the or I don't know how to trade of that. I, I was I was gonna start to read it, but I got kind of thwarted. But uh, but yeah, so, I need to read it. I need to read it. Okay, so um, on if you join our Discord, I will uh, 
They've not done it. Uh, so to answer, sorry, I'm not yet. Uh, not saying that. Ooh, yeah, Namorita, whatever her name is. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, so there's some 4chan rumors that are out there about the. Ah, uh, yes, 4chan, a verified source. Apparently, <laughs> the guy that, that the, the Anon that, uh, posted about this was right about Modoc being deluxe. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Take, it with, take this with a ginormous grain of salt. But uh, oh, beautiful. the next build a figure wave. Will be Stegron. Ugh. Mighty Tail. <laughs> uh, here's the wave. Armored Spider-Man, the, the classic 90s armor. Oh, that would be Web cool. 100. Yeah. Web uh, Mephisto. Oh, that's, that's, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Human-sized Sandman, because Sandman was a Build-A-Figure with the big giant arms. Mm, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Silvermane on a cyborg body. <gasps> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. I remember, I remember they did one with the race car. They need to, they yeah. need to give him back the RC okay. car one. All right. Uh, that was with the uh, Speed Demon. Uh, when they, they they need to do an override overdrive. No, no. <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> robed form. Who? Chameleon. Oh, okay. That'd be kind of cool. The one I'm excited about, if this is true, Black Trench. <gasps> yes! Yes! You're a Black Tarantula fan too, Holmes? <laughs> Spider-Girl fan. Hell yeah. Uh, Hobgoblin in the animated colors. Uh, Build-A-Figure will be Stegron with some reused parts from Dragon Man. They're going to a, a, possibly do a deluxe lizard with the same Build-A-Figure body but a new head and then in the animated series colors, which I'm super mm -hmm. excited Dude, uh, Rhino's being planned at some point, possibly with some other TAS colored characters. So, uh, being a deluxe Rhino. So those are like the two build figures that I don't have. So I've got parts of both, but I don't have them like completed. I had Rhino and I sold him, and I'm still crying over it. Um, then just for fun, retro Spider or Fantastic Four wave. Reed, Reed Richards, the same as Walgreens. Um, the Walgreens exclusive. Johnny, redheaded body, um, transparent arms and legs. Sue with classic swappable transparent arms and force field effect. Ben, nearly the same as the previous two, but a normal, a normal head with a smiling head. Uh, Mole Man using the Doc Ock Frogman buck. Makes sense. Um, Wizard. Molecule Man. Oh, Molecule Man. Cool. Build a figure of Annihilus, but yeah. if they're, uh, and then a deluxe Dragon Man. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah. Dude, uh, Mephisto? That's sweet. Yeah, look, I, I can care less, truthfully, and, and I know it's probably sacrilege to say, because I have, I have the RC car, Silvermane. But Silvermane's not a big deal to me. Chameleon, I, I have the suit body. And so I might pick him up and then use him as my uh, as my hammerhead because it came with Jonah, Chameleon, and Hammerhead head swaps. Uh, so I'm I'm down for that. Black Tarantula I'm down for. I already have the Bob Goblin. So depending on if they do a new head or not, uh, I may pick that up just because I'll 
like, okay, this is Kingsley, and then this is Macandale, and do like the face for Mac. I need I need a hobgoblin, so yes, I hope they do they do do that. I am down for the for the uh, black and silver Spider Man. Yes, yes, yes. I am down with that as well. So I like and Sa- like Sandman, I can do without like of of that wave if that is true. Sandman, I can do without. Because I've got the build to figure out. But get chameleon out of here. <laughs> I think uh, the robe is kind of cool, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, the Ditko robe is cool. The Ditko robe is kind of cool. I mean, it very much is chameleon. Uh, whereas, definitely, uh, and, and here's the thing Stegman, St- Stegron, he was due as a build to figure. Sure. I'm, I'm fine with it. I, I'm not a big Stegron fan. Um, I've I joked that I would send it to George. I didn't want I wouldn't want it because <laughs> he's the only Stegron fan that I know. Uh, I am super down for the Deluxe Lizard, and if they do Rhino, I'm really in, all in on those. I'll pay the extra ten bucks for Lizard just because, like, of Spidey's classic villain. I don't have right now. I don't have King, I don't have Kingpin yet. I'm gonna get Kingpin. But I don't have Kingpin yet. Um, so. Eventually, there'll be reviews up on Spidey Dude uh, when these new figures come out. I'll probably do a 2020 figure roundup. Um, start. I, I'm trying to get all of the last year's wave in package so that way I can you know, have the packaging, get in package, and then you know show what, show what it looks like loose without having to open the packaging. So, um, yeah, I, I'm down for all these uh, for all these announcements again. Probably we'll talk more next month with Toy Fair when that happens. Uh, so, yeah. Sold the Hasbro Hobgoblin. Okay, that's the one thing. I, I have not bought that yet, but the classic style of Hobgoblin is better. It is a better head sculpt. Um, and so, I'm, I'm down for that. Uh, yeah, so I, I get that, Vinkman. I really do. Uh, he has to stick around and come with a crop top and booty shorts accessories from that spider. I have I not. So. Oh, have you not read the spider woman issue? <laughs> I look, I, when I stopped having to read some of those books, I stopped reading. Like I'm pretty much reading miles, venom and Spider-Man and that's it. I, I'm excited to read. I'm, I'm going to catch up on, uh, I'm going to catch up on spider woman soon. I really liked what I read. I, I actually liked the new costume. I thought it was cool. I still think it's cool. That's just me, though. Which, oh, by the way, uh, Neil, I, I read the first five issues or six issues of Guardians of the Galaxy. It was good stuff, yeah? It, it, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I figured I would because it's Al Ewing, but, you know. <laughs> Listen, uh, the other thing I will say, if you have not read it yet, go read. It's on Marvel Unlimited right now, issue 23 of Daredevil. Uh, there's a Spidey guest appearance. Chip Zdarsky wrote oh, yeah. it. Solid it, issue. Really good issue. His, his his guest appearances in Daredevil have been god tier. Yeah, and well, and like, I in my in my personal head canon, I think that Peter probably you know revealed his identity. Oh, I but know I, he did because it was it was in um, Bendis's New Avengers. Remember when? No, when remember that, that he it, it, the genie after the genie got put back in the bottle. He was, but Daredevil wasn't there when he re revealed himself. Yeah, that was the new Avengers oh. thing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he had to re-reveal himself, and then that was the whole awkward scene between Jessica um, Jones and uh, Jessica Jones. 
And yeah. Luke, I'm talking. They, they, I'm talking. I'm talking about like the the second one for hero for the heroic age. That's what I'm saying. That, yeah, that was heroic. Wait, I think I thought I was thinking of uh, Dark Rain. Oh, was Dark Rain. Yeah, Avengers. He, Squirrel Girl. There's that issue where he saves Squirrel Girl, and then that's in Dark Rain. That's right, right, right during Siege, I believe. I don't know. I stopped. Like I said, I stopped reading the Avengers books, and I would I picked them all up, but I just literally just was done. Read Sword. Sword's a good book right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I say. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna pick up okay, with these. Paul, we're not gonna fight about this on air. <laughs> I didn't wait, do wait until, I didn't wait until my up. show. I gotta no, wake you up. I gotta wake you up. You're like over here. I'm just like, come on, wake you know, up. And on on, on, on Friday, I'm talking about Sword and X Men, so you can come and fight me on air. I, I can't do that. I got my other podcast going on that day, but I will join your show at some point. We got we gotta talk about comics at some point and argue and yell at each other. Come on, <laughs> yeah. Get pepped up, man! Come on, get get like get like all jacked up right now! Come on! I am jacked. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> right, oh, last... oh, oh! He's ah! got a gun show. Ah! All right, <laughs> last news top is, is the April solicitations. I'm pulling this from uh, the the, the website. Cates, Cates is on Venom. Yeah, Case uh, Donnie Cates is finishing up his Venom run. Final chapter of the book of Venom by Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegman. This is it, Venom Maniacs. Moving on anyway. Venom. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Moving on. Talk about the talk about the the ASM one, so then Neil can be all happy. Yeah. Then I can then I can be smug. All right. Wow. So, okay. Well, you you predict things three months in advance, and you tell me you're not going to be. Smart. I will. I will. I do it all the time. It's called being a comic book fan. Come on. <laughs> it's true. I mean, this I mean, to be honest, like that one, I didn't even think about it, but that was that was a good call, Neil. I'm not going to lie. That was a good call. All right. God, I hate. All right. So, Spider-Man Shadow is a new thing that's coming out. It's the, I think it's, I think this is supposed to be like the revitalization of the what if line. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. So if it's as good if it's as good as um, Life Story, yeah. I, I'm in. It looks like, great. Pascal Ferry's art. Yeah. So all right, Amazing Spider-Man sixty-three. Nick Spencer, uh, Federico Venantini, covered by Mark Bagley. Uh, it says, we all know the romantic story of R and J, star-crossed lovers, deep-seated family enmity, tragic ending. Wait, who are Romeo and Juliet? We're talking about Randy and Janice. Yep, <laughs> Peter Parker's roommate, which is misspelled, and the Beatle have been dating, and that information finally gets out to their fathers. The Tombstone Robbie Robinson beef has been brewing since 1988, and it's back big time. I, I cannot tell you how happy I was to see that solicit, mm-hmm. because... But I, I called the relationship back in issue eleven, and yeah. it paid off in issue twenty-seven, <laughs> and now we're finally getting some genuine payoff that I've been basically begging for. And it's yeah. good to see. I was asking for Vicentini to be on the permanent roster, and I'm glad he's back. So he's also doing the second issue of the month, uh, where we have Kingpin in his. If you have not picked up the Kingpin figure from uh, Marvel Legends. The the, re, the re-release, I think, is like the the oversized, like that guy right there. Look at that! Look at that beautiful, beautiful. Figure. Anyway, sorry, ADD kicked in. Um, yeah, 
uh, Mark Bagley. I love Bagley doing the covers, by the way. It just makes my heart happy. Yeah. Also, Gog is back. And- oh, thank, right. thank Gog. Thank Gog. Yay, thank Gog. All boomers assemble. So uh, I'm, look- I'm looking forward to this uh, this story. Yeah. Clone out. Saga again. Yeah. Uh, Tombstone and Robbie are at each other's throats, and much of Spider-Man's life is collateral damage. This is a- Does this have anything to do with Mayor Kingpin's moves of late? The short answer is yes. So. <laughs> Um, quick, do we want to discuss the cover? Do we want to discuss the cover change number sixty? Something while we're here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let me look. Let me pull that up while we kind of are talking about it because we are uh, the solicitation for issue sixty. Um, was kind of it was suspicious. <laughs> there was a lot of empty space. <laughs> people were kind of um, like, this looks very oh, not not volume one, volume five. Uh yeah, 2021. Um, uh, all right. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I'm doing okay. So here is what the they solicited, and I for, I just uh, right. this is what they solicited back in like December, I think, or November. Yeah, this was back in November, and it's really super basic. Um, just you know, uh, Spidey with Mary Jane and a heart, mm-hmm. that- and and a lot of people drew very deliberate uh, comparisons to one of the advertise, like the posters for the yeah. wedding, yep. yes, like the real life one, yeah. The yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm pronouncing his name wrong, Bill Sinkiewicz. Sinkiewicz. I'm gonna. <laughs> all right, listen. I, it took me a long time to get that one down too. So all right, I'm gonna blow myself up because. Um, I can. So I've got the. <laughs> yeah, this is what they're dun, putting. Dun, dun. Everybody panic. <laughs> uh, this does not look. This does not bode well. And it says, "At last, a peaceful Valentine's Day for Spidey and MJ, February 2021." And then uh, my free my free digital copy will be available on Marvel's website. All right, so. Uh, that is what's in the book. It's not in the digital copy. If you bought the digital copy, you didn't get that uh, that house ad, which is very very mean of, of of them. But yes, that is that is what was in the actual physical copy of the book today. So it is different. There is a difference. Let me show it again. I don't the, know if it's, I don't it, know if they've updated it digitally on digital platforms like Comicsology since. Then. Yeah. So that is the cover of what's in the issue and just for comparison's sake there's the i i love how like the the instinctual reaction of the entire spider-man fan base was oh god everybody panic (laughs) Uh, i'm not gonna panic (laughs) because i think if like if something Listen, there's, a, there's a story there we kind of knew just judging from last remains what was like that 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 was there so yeah all right are we ready to rock and roll anybody got any thoughts on the april slits yes i i do wonder how uh harry what's in the box osborne is going to fit into the following arcs now that he's stuck in a box what's mm-hmm. in the box harry's in the box yeah so okay skeletons uh, in the closet Skeletons yeah. are in the closet. Gog, the biggest Gog that ever gogged. 
the goggest gog that ever gogged. And uh, Vinkman, if you join our Spidey Discord, I will put the link up. Uh, he's in. He's in Spidey Discord. I know he's on the Discord, guys. But if you want to join the Discord, I will put the link up. Oh, I thought you were talking to him. <laughs> so, all right, <clears throat> let's move on to the main event of the book of the of the of the of the uh, episode issue fifty-eight of the Amazing Spider-Man. And I it keeps like going away. All right, so here we go. The the art team here saddened me. It's not okay. My favorite so, artist. so um, we'll talk about that. Amazing Spider-Man, written by Nick Spencer, Maricelo Fiera is the penciler. He has returned. So, um, from last issue, obviously, we had Mister Negative show up at the doorstep of. The, feast, the, the revitalized feast center and um so yeah that's a thing now that's happening so we're picking up where basically where that left off all right so peter parker is you know kind of in the dark he's fighting he's punching we're getting these flashbacks to kindred and uh, you know he's like he's he's taking all these sins he's carrying all this weight of everything that happened and I love uh, how angry he is. Like yeah. when he's fighting demons, he goes, "I said, come on, yeah. yeah." Like, come on, then I said, "Come on!" And so the demons start to attack. Uh, this very much kind of like artwork, very feels very very reminiscent of Steve Mc, McKiven, whenever they did the first <laughs> arc of Brand New Day. So uh, we cut back to earlier in the day where uh, May is trying to nurse Martin Lee back to health, and Martin's kind of explaining to May what's what what's happened. And how things happened. He actually uh, showed up to the Sin Eater's place and was shot in the chest. His sins were removed. He was, you know, he felt this sense of relief. And for the first time, he had nothing and loved it. He was panhandling with a smile on his face. <laughs> um, but then those sins returned and he could feel the demon coming back inside of him. So he went to the Feast Project oh, Center. No. Um, uh, and that's where that's where he's at. So Martin is worried that uh, the uh, that he's now set a trap for himself. That that Martin, the demons are going to come after him. So the demons are now surrounding it like it is the PS4 game. Cut to the brownstone of Her one Harold and Liz Osborne. So Peter is catching up with Liz and he's trying. He's asking some 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 kind of pointed questions, and then Peter in off panel land or in between the panels recaps exactly what happens. Of course he leaves the parts out about Spider-Man getting killed by Kindred over and over again. But uh, this very much causes Liz to be in, in, in a massive amount of distress. She has, she has massive canines. Huh. She is priest. Yeah. So she is very much uh, just sobbing uncontrollably when Normie walks in and, you know, they do the parental thing of trying to lie to your kids to cover up what's going on. But poor Normie, he's like, I'm not a little kid anymore. I've been turned into a carnage symbiote, for God's sake. So he then goes to the to the I was given I was given oatmeal raisin cookies. And he was going to kill. He's going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Over oatmeal raisin because he, he all he wanted was chocolate chips. So needless to say, uh, he goes to the hall closet, you know, clicks the. Click some buttons on it. We don't know what exactly what the buttons were, but then he reveals the goblin glider and goblin bombs, which causes 
uh, Liz to just break down and sob. When the, all of a sudden there's a knock on the door, but who could it be? Storm and Norman himself. <laughs> so Norman is like, oh, you told her. And so she is pissed off. Even Normie is pissed off. Like, like he's like it's covered in shadows. It's terrifying. Yeah. Um, like, and I'll say this, like the look on Norman's face is like a look of distraught. Like he knows he's, he's been such a jackass, especially to them. Like Liz, like, I mean, you go back and look at, at like those issues of spectacular back in the nineties. He was particularly cruel to Liz. So Norman's like, can we talk outside privately? Norman, like Peter then throws him up against the wall. He's freaking angry, just super angry. Uh, and Norman's like, look, I understand. I'm doing my my best to honor your wishes, but this couldn't wait. It involves someone you love. Uh, and he's like, Peter's like basically saying he's done helping Harry, but um, and Norman kind of calls him out and says, if you're really done helping Harry, why did you show up here? So, um, so then he talks about uh, the fact that he's working for Wilson Fisk and he was talk- he was overhearing uh, of some sort of attack of featuring organized crime. It's the it's downtown shelter, the feast center, isn't that ran by May? So Peter freaks out, yells at Liz. Liz, I'll be back as soon as I can. Peter then takes off in the Spider-Man outfit, goes across town. So he did, then he did a Power Rangers transformation. Exactly, he went go go. Uh, he went Spider-Man, Ty- Tyrannosaurus. Listen. I got to meet the White Power Ranger over the break, and it was awesome. Tommy, uh, uh, Jason David Frank was awesome. So, uh, back at the Feast Center, the Feast Center is starting to be attacked. The sins are starting to linger into the walls, but it cannot enter a holy place. For some reason, the Feast Center is a church now. <laughs> uh, but his vessels can enter in, so the, so the emissaries of the demon are going through and, and starting to trash the place. Um, and May's, you know, May's being May. She's determined to not let this like bring her down. But Good. get to the utility room. They open the door, and Neil is or Martin Lee is Neil. <laughs> yeah, it's me. I'm. I am. I am an Asian man who moonlights as a crime lord. So, so Martin Lee is getting ready to fight when all of a sudden Peter shows up, and you know, um. He basically tells them, stay here, you know. So Peter's going to start fighting the demons. And that's where we get to um, basically shortly before we got to the first issue. So would you kind of jump again with the sliding time scale? Dude gets stabbed in the chest, still survives. Um, and Peter goes, you know, it's almost I almost forgot how hard you guys are to hurt. Normally that would be a problem. But right now, the week I'm having, fellas, that's just what I need. And he's let, feeling he. Feeling loose. I think now we know where Norman's sins went. Yep. So uh, we then cut to probably and perhaps one of the most biggest world building scenes of the entire arc because we have not known what happened with Kindred and Fisk until now. So we're finally getting the answers. So um, this is actually like a really deep cut to Bendis's Daredevil. I think either that or either that or it's post superior number 14 yeah so um kingpin and went to the catacombs of paris 
Uh, he paid some guys very handsomely to uh, escort him in. They paid with their lives. When he's literally, he was broke. Fisk was broken. He was in exile. He's on his knees begging him. And then you smiled upon me and smiled. You smiled and said, no, with a big old grin on his face. And that pissed Gangpin off. Um, I told you I would hear, hear out your offer, but do not test my patience. You invited chaos in my city and begged me to look the other way. Uh, tell me what Mr. Negative offers in return. So, so one of Mr. Mr. Negative's emissaries basically says, uh, because my master knows, uh, you know, basically Kingpin's like, what, what makes you so sure? Because you're uh, making me this offer. I can't refuse. And the demon goes, because quote, because my master knows the desire of your heart, Kingpin. And to make that desire real, you just need more than you will need more than just the tablet of life and destiny. To be continued. Issue 59 dropping in a couple of weeks. So that is the end of the issue. To <laughs> That's how the issue ends. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's okay. It's okay, Zach. I still love you. All right. <laughs> so is it or is it that's the question all right <laughs> go around the room we're gonna start with paul yeah um first of all i gotta say for the artists uh i know neil you kind of were complaining off the bat <laughs> and, and sorry and, no 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 I, here's <laughs> the thing i actually don't disagree with you completely um one thing about and i, I don't know people's names very well i'm really bad with names I will say, I think he draw, he draws better people. Like he, I love his Spider Man. Like straight sure. up, I think he was a great mm -hmm. Spider Man. I think all the yeah. characters aren't human characters or aren't wearing like their regular or have the regular faces going. They look great. Um, mm -hmm. but when he draws, the inner, the inner demons look good. Yeah, the inner demons look good. Spider Man looks great. I think uh, Kinder looks good. But anyone with a normal regular face, he's got like action figure syndrome, is what I would say. Like basically, anyone that has like all those Star Wars uh, Black Series figures, like anyone who looks like a doesn't have a helmet or whatever always looks weird to me. Mm -hmm. And a lot of toys have this problem. And the thing is, the regular people's faces, he, they, he just doesn't draw very well. But a Spider-Man, like the first page of, you know, or digital page five on, on this is, is fantastic. It, it's a great, great picture of Spider-Man. Um, I, I, yeah. And so, and also... The one, again, the one thing about art, it's more than just how pretty the pictures look. It's the story they tell. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, he's a solid storyteller. And that is totally uh, worth it for me. I'll take, you know, the, the I'll take this over someone who draws really great, but they can't tell a story worth, worth a damn. And sure. I'll be honest, like this dude could tell a story. I mean, his panel layouts and, and, and structure are pretty good. Like it's it's there. It's it's there's a reason why he's working on Spider Man, and I think this is why. And I think he needs to improve somehow. If he can work a little bit harder on like the normal faces, and not every face is bad, but like for instance, um, 
There's a couple of pictures in here in Peter where I think he looks really, really weird. Um, like the page, the pages when they're when they're in Harry's brownstone, they look really, really weird. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So digital page eleven, uh, like the, the basically the fourth panel to the left there, he looks terrible. Like that is a horrible picture of Peter, right there. You know, yeah. you know what that reminds me of? I actually like that. I don't know. It, it looks like Mike. Looks like Steve's gross. It looks like Mike Hawthorne. I think it's a little better than uh better than, than that. that. Yeah. Uh, but, it really does feel like Steve's gross there. Like oh, a little bit, a little bit. I, I I can see where you're coming from, Zach. Also Especially, like, in the mouth area. In digital page right, 16, yeah. uh the second panel and sixteen there on the right, Peter looks really, really, really weird. And so oh, uh that one where he's just why are his <laughs> eyebrows so massive exactly so because <laughs> so anyway and so Peter, so, Peter's, Peter's like having a stroke and his eyebrows are expanding so yep. in short here's a deal I think I love the inner demon stuff I really like this issue I, I have no problems with this issue the, again some of the art's not my favorite but his spider-man is pretty pretty good to be honest I you know his actual spider-man and I love the fact Nick Spencer is taking us on a journey for Peter emotionally that we have not really seen before in a long long time where you get to see like a little not i hate seeing the darker version of peter that's kind of what we're getting here and i like it i like the fact that these these things are taking a toll on peter and he haven't he's having to deal with it in a, in a way that we haven't really seen in a long long time to be honest and i'm trying to think like when was the last time he dealt with something like this with not including a death like Aunt May or something like that. That's kind of, you know, whatever. But like, when did we see Peter kind of just a little bit, you know, un, a little bit, un, uh, a little emotional, a little bit uneven, if you will. Like when's the last time? Is it the Clone Saga? I, I really don't know. I mean, I'd argue, I'd argue Back in Black. Yeah, back in Black. Yeah, back, in black. Yeah, back in Black was when he was like, you know, um, the Aunt May thing was going on. So yeah, I, in Clone Saga, like, like you're talking like Spec 226 where he. Yeah, 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 yeah. Life across the room, but we don't want to talk oh, yeah, about no, it. Yeah, we yeah. don't talk about time bomb. Yeah, but but here's but here's the thing though. I, I just want to say that I appreciate the fact that Nick Spencer is giving us a different characterization, and not even characterization. This is this is a side of Peter that exists, has always existed. Again, we talk about the temper, it's coming out there. And yeah. I, I love the fact that he's taking it out as Spider-Man. He's like, you know what, I've had a hell of a yeah. week. Just think about it. If we were Spider-Man, because Spider-Man sure. represents the everyman, we'd be doing the same damn thing. Yep. So I, I love the fact that Nick Spencer is keeping him human. That's what means like again, Peter is a a very typical, I say typical, but he's a very relatable uh, person for everyone. And the fact that this is something that we all can relate to. And I think that, you know, again, we take our frustrations out on things if we can. Again, something like that. Like you know, for us it might be like a I don't know, like you have a, you have a you're going out to cut weeds and you have a you have a machete and you're just gonna go crazy out there. That's what this that's what it felt like, you know. It's like this this job that Peter had to do. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to have fun doing this because I'm really pissed off. And I, that's again, that's a normal trait. And I love that. And I love the fact that Spencer's really embracing that aspect of Peter, because a lot of people just want to act like, again, and Peter is a great person. He's a good person. It's like Dr. Strange said, he's the best of us back when they were doing the whole brand new day uh, or, you know, whatever that was when Joe Quesada was on and they're explaining. One how moment. One moment. One yeah. Moment. yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. One moment at oh. a time. One moment, one moment, one moment at a time. So, and that really is it. Like Peter's a great person, but 
we all know people, the great, the greatest people we know in our lives, they have their moments too. And I think we're seeing that moment with Peter. And I love that. I love that Nick Spencer's exploring that. I know not everyone loves that, but I do. And I think this issue, if I'm going to give it a grade, Zach, I'm going to give it a solid B plus. Okay. B plus for Mr. Paul. Paul. All right. Adam, your thoughts. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with a lot of what Paul said. Uh, I like the art. I actually, I, I enjoy the art. I feel like, I mean, I, I, I can be very contradictory. <laughs> so, so I guess like be, be aware of that in the future. But like this guy's art, I agree with Paul. He does a great Spidey, I think. Um, you know, the, we're talking about the, you know, the people. I think the people, it's, it's kind of hit and miss, but that's, I almost, for some reason, I kind of like that because I think it's everything is is pretty. Everything else is pretty strong for me, so I can kind of let wonky facial expressions and stuff slide because I I think I think it's because I think of a lot of my favorite Spider-Man artists and they they're not perfect. Like they'll they have these moments where like something looks a little off, and I I guess I I can appreciate that like, um you know you're not gonna be a hundred percent all the time, but if you if you you know what what do I want to say like if you as as long as it's fairly consistent, you can you know be allowed a little you know strangeness every now and then if that makes any sense. Um, and I will, I'll totally admit that I, I let it slide more with artists I like than ones I don't like, but regardless, um, the, you know, the characterization is good here. I like, uh, I like Peter kind of, you know, being angry and using, (laughs) being able to use that anger to kick the ass of the, the inner demons. I, that's, that's a good use of, I think him blowing off steam um i like aunt may in this you know she's trying to help martin lee because you know aunt may is a is a nice old lady and i like that she i like how she says you know she's not gonna let these you know two-bit hoods you know take out the feast center i like i like i like when aunt may has a little bit of fight in her i think that's when she's written the best um yeah no, this is very much Aunt May, the Aunt May that I enjoy, the JMS era Aunt May, where she's being proactive instead of being reactive as a character. I really appreciated, actually, that we have the Liz and Peter scene, and I guess even well, just the the whole the whole thing in the uh, in the apartment is good. I, it, it's it's refreshing to see Peter out of the costume, talking with another supporting character about you know things that are happening in the book currently if if i i think that makes sense um it's just it's just kind of nice because we've had i think the whole the whole last arc was you know we have kindred you know harry and peter talking you know going back and forth with you know confessing the sins and all that but we haven't had this like I, I don't really remember when we've last had this, like Peter's just a civilian talking to another civilian. And I, I like that. Um, 
we've got you know more mystery stuff that's always that's a plus um yeah i think i mean it's another it's another like interlude kind of a thing um you know we got a little two issue arc here uh to see what's going on with mr negative and i i think it's 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 not it's not like spectacular but it's it's solid and um it's you know it, it it's it's nice i i'd give it a uh i'd give it probably a solid a solid b um okay yeah just a b all right great b all right neil um what's your grade i'm gonna give it a b i i can maybe be talking to giving it a b plus if i can forgive the art i don't know it feels like we haven't really gotten a whole lot done like it, it, you know how like you've gotten a lot done but it doesn't feel like it mm. yes. that's how i kind of feel with this arc right now or with the with the post-mortem of last remains sure because we've basically been sitting on all these different things and it's good that we're getting like a resolution to a bunch of the small a bunch of the other plot points like aunt may we we're finally doing something with aunt may because she hasn't been in this book since issue 29 Mm-hmm. So it's good that she's doing something, um, and it's good to see Mister Negative back. Like Paul said, it's good to see it's good to see him again. Um, I don't know; it just feels like it needs to step up the pace a bit more, especially after Last Remains, which kind of ground to a halt at issue fifty three. Um, I don't think it ever quite regained the steam, um, and it's not this. It, and I know I sound like I'm being really negative to this book, and I don't mean to sound like I am, but you know. It's it's just like a feeling, um, and and but but the my point is that Adam and Paul have kind of covered everything I really wanted to. Um, so yeah, I'll give it a B plus or even or solid B. I don't know. Somewhere in there, teetering. It's teetering on the edge. Yeah, just give me the give me the push, baby. <laughs> what I what I think. Um... Like Neil, Neil's right. Like I, I, well, I, I mean, I get, I get what Neil's saying. Like, yeah, it does seem like, I guess, because we, we're so, it seems like we're all so invested in this kindred thing that, like, we really want, you know, we really want like some solid answers, and we keep getting more questions, like a lot of people have been saying, and you know, there, and that's all well and good, but there is kind of like, it, it almost feels like. In some in some ways, it can kind of feel like we're going like a step forward and then two steps back, but it's it's a it's a difficult there's a difficult balance happening. I think, um, yeah, I don't know, but I but I, I but again, like the book the book is I think the book's solid for the most part. Like, absolutely, I I I do think that I'm just being a meanie to the book. Mini Bomini. <laughs> I'm. You said it, not me. Um, I learned it from you, Dad. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it has been over and over his head, Zach. He was like, "What is that?" Uh, I understood that reference. Uh, oh. I understood that reference. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I mean, okay. There's an old public service announcement where I, I know what she, I know what the joke is. Just. He he's, he reads Reddit. He he's seen it. He's seen it before. I watch I watch stocks. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh, he opened it up. The can of worms have been opened. Uh, GameStop. 
uh, short sales. <clears throat> but um, I don't know. I it might just be I want to get to the good stuff. Like I want to get to the I want to get back to Gleason. I want to get back yeah. to the Peter MJ stuff. But yeah. it's good that we're taking the time to follow yes. up on Liz who Liz and Harry who have and Normie who have been avoided in this run like the plague. Yeah. Maybe intentionally. I don't the know. Whole yeah. lot, it brings up a great point, Zach. I'm sorry. Should I wait till you get your thoughts out? Sure. Go oh wait. Go. You, go ahead. you go. Go go. All right. Um, so, so yeah, go ahead and finish Neil. Oh, oh sorry, Neil. But but it's good that we're getting some of the other plot points followed up on, and not just sticking with Kindred. Because you know, I I've been making a point like I want to move on from just Kindred, and and I feel like I'm being a chooser when I should be a beggar. But <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it. Kindred's dominated this last like quarter of like you dominated the last quarter of the year. And now he's dominating. He's still like behind the scenes, dominating the first quarter of this year. And I'm, I'm like you. I'm I'm kind of ready for the build to sixty, and then we'll see what happens from there. Um. Okay, I'm gonna give my grade B plus. This is a good issue, not a great issue. Solid. Uh, really good. Look, the fact that we're getting Liz being acknowledged is a good thing because we got the tease during um during last remains and that that liz was there so like we this is this was built a couple issues back you know um the fact that peter's coming to liz and saying look is harry like trying to trying to understand why harry is doing what he's doing um and by extension we're learning along with peter so it's it's that knife ed, that double-edged sword of we're learning along with Peter and we need to, you know, we need, we need answers as a, as a, as a, as storytellers. Oh, real, real quick. I'm sorry. I, I, I wanted to bring it up. But I forgot that like the revelations we get in this issue are small, but they have very big implications. Yes. There, there's the reveal. There, there's the confirmation, I guess that the past 10 years have been like a ruse for Harry. Like they, that he's just been lying in the shadows waiting. Um, it, we find out where Kindred met Kingpin. That's a huge revelation. Yeah. Because we've been sitting on that for like se- since issue seven. And yeah. then up to interpretation, but the sins look like they can be held off by either a holy site, but that might just be Martin Lee being delusional. Mm. But there's also the capacity for a fragmented personality to be holding them off. So for all we know, they could already be back in Norman because the Green Goblin is a separate personality of sorts. Right. Yeah. But Mart, but Martin Lee shows that like he can hold off the sins from taking over and show Mister Negative from taking over. It, it, I, it almost uh, tries to prove that that with acceptance and forgiveness you can move on. See, and, and this is why I, want, I wanted to wait for this after Zach was talking about the whole Harry Osborne thing. So I'll okay, wait. Let me, let me finish my point with that. Yeah. yeah um, I want to do. I like I liked seeing I like seeing Martin because he's been kind of one of those that's been like a loose end. Obviously, he's become much more popular with the game. It is, he's an interesting concept, interesting villain, and also I, I I feel there is a parallelism that's going on by putting this arc in January of 2021 is very reminiscent of having the, the Mister Negative arc be the first arc post One More Day in January 2008. Ooh. So that that's when that Oof. that debut issue came out was issue five forty five. Well, what's five fifty eight? You know, five forty 
or yeah, 546, 47, and 48. So um, the fact that we're getting this with legacy number 859, almost 110 issues later, we're having you know this this kind of cycle back. I'm very interested. It also helps kind of clear up who that weird guy was in that one scene in uh, the the side the side hustle of uh, Last Remains that we didn't know who that was. It was like just some random dude that got shot in the chest. Well, that was Martin Lee. We didn't know that, but a little caption box would have been great, but okay, we get that explanation here. Um, I liked how self-contained the story was. I, I, you know, it, it does bleed off of last issue, but it is definitely the start of a new arc. Um, I, I like, again, I like that Aunt May's, we're actually doing something with Aunt May that we're seeing other parts of Peter's world. That That's very helpful for me as a reader because I'm like, okay, we've been really, really focused on this kindred stuff. And it feels like we're starting to get it out of it and we're getting answers. So that's been something that I'm really, really looking forward to. Obviously everything's building towards these next couple of issues with the 59 and 60. So we'll see. Um, but I really predict, and I'll, I'll make a prediction by, by uh, I think June, we are going to have kind of, uh, at this point, outside of the chameleon stuff uh, with threats and menaces, that's kind of the other big plot point that we haven't have picked up. We've obviously talked about the solicitations. So the, the, the and I and I think if my prediction is right, we're going to have that. We're going to have threats and menaces followed up on. Yeah, and so I don't know if that's if we're starting to wrap the run up or if we're just wrapping up this part of the run and we're getting new stuff. So I'm I am ready for the, 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 the man in the box to be, you know, sort of resolved. It's feels like we're on pause and we're spinning our wheels a little bit. So back to Paul, your point. Yeah. I wanted to say that I think this to me felt as the hair reveal was one of the biggest moments of, of the kind of, I was like, Oh wow. I kind of, it's kind of almost a blink. If you miss it. And also the whole Kingpin thing, I had totally forgot that Kingpin recognized uh kindred from, you know, back in the day. Cause I was like, wait a minute. Oh, that's right. Because I remember when he first uh, met Kingpin, he just immediately like kneeled, mm-hmm. and I, I totally forgot about that. So it was a, a good reminder for me. But but anyway, there's a couple of like, cool like kind of subtle again. I would say I would call them subtle anyway. Reveals in this and that really show like it's progression the story. But like you said, Zach, it's very self-contained. And I think that to me, with the whole Harry Osborne thing. It's it's definitely to me it, it solidifies the possibility that Kindred is not Harry or is maybe just a portion of Harry or something like that because it's it's almost like it's acknowledging the fact that Harry's been you know he's, yes the last while he's been gone but this is all kind of a new thing for them that his whole like you know being out doing his own thing or whatever so I I don't know to me that was kind of acknowledging the fact that yes Harry we've been seeing is. We don't know what it is yet, obviously. No, we don't know, but it at least acknowledged that. And it was nice to hear that Liz was shocked, was upset, and the fact that it's, they're not just kind of waiting around a while. Like, again, Spencer's kind of, you know, keeping pushing things on. And I saw some things online today about people complaining, like, well, where's, La-? or, you know, yeah, where's last rights? What happened to last rights? I'm like, yeah, read the comic. It's in there. Like, I don't get, I don't get it. Like, it's really weird. Like, there was a guy on YouTube. Uh, that was like, you know, his headline was where's last rights or whatever. What, you know, where's reference? I'm just like, I had, I didn't even watch the video, but I'm like, but that was like his whole headline. Right. And I'm like, well, it, it it's in there. Like it's all in there. Like it's, it's literally following up 
the everything in last rites. It's just picking up the story further. It's it's like, do people? I just don't get it. Like, I, I, I do people not read comics? I guess like and, and not expect like they wanted it to keep going as last rites part part eight hundred. They want maximum carnage, fourteen parts. You know, I don't know. I, just, I don't know either. It's, it's weird. So I don't know. I. I think Spencer's done such a great job of Spider-Man. And I think that, again, we're getting the Mr. Negative story, which is great. Like you said, Zach, it's great to get him back. I like Mr. Negative a lot. I know he's Dan Slott. Sorry, Neil. But, you know, but, but still, like, he's a great character. He's a great, great villain. So I, I'm glad we got him back. And I think it's a solid issue. And, again, you're pushing the narrative forward, but you're also telling the self-contained story, which, again, I, I like the fact we're getting this long-term like kind of mystery because we haven't gotten that in Spider-Man in a long time. So I'm embracing it because when it's over, we're not going to get a mystery like that again, which again, I'm not saying we should get mysteries all the time, but Hey, embrace it. So, I mean, it's, it's enjoy it while it lasts because a good mystery is fun and people just love to complain. So, and again, not say it hasn't been perfect, but it's been, I'd say more good than bad. Yeah, I agree with that. Definitely. Yeah. Ooh-ah. Sorry. Ah. Uh, well, that was I was on mute. Um, oh, good. Oh, so, one last one last thing. I remembered this from reading uh, Web of Venom, The Good Son. That yeah. lock, that that Goblin Locker is the same one that Normie and Dylan used in that one shot. Well, and the fact that they're even referencing the uh, the, the the Carnage Kid stuff is kind of a like crazy. Um, it is definitely. You know, most other writers I don't think would reference stuff like that. And it just goes to show that Spencer tries to tie the continuity together and make it much more interwoven, which is so refreshing because for the last 15 years or really 20 years, mm-hmm. let's be real, before Spencer, there was this move away from continuity building on other stories. And now it's like we're we're interwoving this together. I'm I'm still for the ride. I'm still I'm still there. I'm I'm all about it. But we're gonna turn it over to um, uh, our listeners for uh, for our live streamers, live stream listeners. Give us your final comments. Uh, I'm gonna go through some of these um, panels and pictures. Says we are the web bomb. So hi Spencer. Uh, oh, that's your buddy. What's up, dude? SoFlow Entertainment gave this issue a B. Um, Peter gets gets his uh, Aunt May Opitus syndrome knocked out. Okay. Uh, uh, Peter also looks like he's had too much cheese. SoFlow loved seeing seeing Liz. Same. I like I said. uh, I think Vinkman's not buying the books. I think he's just waiting for collections. uh, Collections and stuff like that. I honestly, I'm surprised that ASM hasn't gotten a hardcover, like a like a 12 issue hardcover, like because they're doing it for Immortal Hulk, they're doing it for Coates' Captain America, they're doing it for oh, Coates' Black Panther. Well, now now that we know what the end game is on on, on Immortal Hulk, I think uh, when we get an end game Spider Man, I think that's going to be the next thing they're going to do. Like a they're going to do a series of volumes of. of Amazing Spider-Man by Nick Spencer hardcover. I hope so, because Spencer's run is one that I would legitimately buy floppies and hardcover for. I'm just not going to buy the trades because they fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't blame you. Um, you know, uh, this is definitely uh, 
been a really good run, I, I feel like. And I look, we're going to eventually. So we'll kind of talk about the future. Uh, now that we're caught up, what's the future look like? Um, episodes like this, where we'll cover some news stories and some news topics that are relevant to Spider-Man. Um, I won't get too much into like MCU stuff because of certain somebody doing an MCU podcast and he wants to avoid spoilers at all costs, which I understand. Um, if there's big like casting news, yeah, that's fine. We're gonna have to cover it. Yeah, that, um, that's fine. I, I do that anyway, so it's not matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll do those things. We'll cover the casting news. I don't want to get into casting rumors. Look, do I think that there's some there is some fire out there with potentially the, the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield coming back? As at least in cameo form, maybe. Uh, I, I Sarah's back there just begging, please, because uh, Tom McGuire is like her Spider-Man. And so, um, but if that happens, great. If it doesn't happen, I, I think people's expectations should be tempered. One, until we see a trailer, we need to like pump the brakes, okay? Until we see a trailer, let's pump the brakes. Until we get casting news like the Alfred Molina casting news. Um, that isn't just like leaks. Yeah, it's not. It's actually, look, the Collider seems to have gotten some some info. And they've and they've been, they did interviews with uh, Kevin Feige. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm lending them a little more credence than I would have in the past. Um, so... Clearly, he's got. They've got some sources there, but they're the ones that reported. Obviously, that Garfield and, and here's the thing: there's there's a lot of stuff. Go back and look at the Sony email hacks. That's a like like the relationship with Garfield and Sony is not good. So it would have to be Marvel stepping in and saying, "Hey, let's bring you in for this and this and this." Um, I think it's too soon to do a Spider Verse sequel. Personally, I just think it is. Um, let's address the elephant in the room first, uh, which is the identity reveal. Um, but that's me. Uh, look, I'm excited for it. Um, I'm just hoping that we stay in, in New York. God's sake, let's stay in New York. I've done Peter Parker traveling around the world and traveling to Washington, D.C. I don't want to see him in San Francisco or... You know, I don't want to see him in Miami on spring break. I just want to see Spider-Man in freaking New York City. Please, for the love of God, let's just do that. New York is a character. I know we got five films before the MCU with him in New York. I understand that. But I want to see a New York Spider-Man. We've gotten these couple of the off-the-beaten-path things, which is cool. I love uh, Cometh the Commuter as much as anybody else. Um. But that's read that book, which I highly encourage you to look it up. It's in, I think it's in the in the Roger Stern out of us. I think it is. Um, great issue. Look, or find it on on uh, Unlimited. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm down. Um, I'm interested to see what happens next. We'll definitely be covering that. Um, stuff on the network. We pilot. It's been recorded for ASM Classics for season two. So we'll have that or on that very soon. Uh, Spectacular Radio 
uh, and Clone Saga Chronicles. We are wrapping those up. I'm going to start the development of God. Um, Forgotten Air is going to be once a month. Probably streaming on this very channel. Uh, and we may be doing Forgotten Era on this Twitch and Facebook. Uh, the three. Uh, instead of doing it on Twitter. So for those that listen to us on Twitter, I'll post it in the Twitter. Um, but we're really excited uh, about the future of the site. Uh, so Forgotten Era is going to be coming. Some classes going to be coming. Voices of the Eerie is... Uh, I was expecting it to be middle of the year, but it could be sooner. So um, check that out. We've been kind of talking. Greg's been kind of teasing things. And that's definitely going to be a show that's affiliated with the network a lot like Neil's show. Uh, Bogan Rider Variety Hour. Neil, what's what's the topics for uh, Bogan Rider Variety Hour? That's the gimmick. Uh, there isn't like a centralized topic. Um, generally, it's, it's comic news, comic books. Generally, whatever I can get my hands on that I'm interested in talking about in long-form two-hour podcasts, that's what I do. Uh, this week, we're doing specifically reviews um so this week uh friday at 8 p.m central time we will be talking about asm 57 asm 58 uh in a different different format but promise we'll talk about those uh sword number two x-men number 17 and immortal hulk number 42 and then once i get my hands on it we'll be talking about once in future volume two and going back and reviewing some older series like uh sean gordon murphy and rick remender's tokyo ghost so we just generally talk about whatever i want to that's the that's the benefit of having your own show. All right, spell it out for everybody. Bogan Rider. B O G E N R I E D E R. We do comics. Yeah. Variety hour. Comic accessories. And uh, there we go. Bogan Rider Variety Hour. Right there. So, so it'll be, Venkman says, so it'll be Neil being Neil. Yes, that's the gimmick. Friday. And you said 8 p.m. Central? Yes. And it'll be on twitch.tv slash quilsniv. Uh, I can spell that for you. Yeah, because you know I always misspell quilsniv. I put in, I'm putting in the Discord chat for you. I, I should have done this before the uh, before we got started. So, or alternatively, just go to Twitch and and search Quillsniv. Right, well, I'm, I'm trying to make the banner, buddy. That's true. Uh, uh, you up. Right. And we and we do other content on Twitch besides the Bogan Rider Variety Hours. So if you're interested in Dungeons and Dragons or video games, that's where you go. And. Uh... Put it in the private chat for me. Okay, hang on. I'm gonna post a. I'm gonna pull up my link. So, sorry. All right, there we go. Maybe on Friday, close move. Don't add the extra dot that I added. All right. up on the big screen that way everybody can see it 
refreshment. Okay, there it is. There is the channel. He's got 18 followers. Go follow Quillsniv on there. And while you're at it, go ahead and follow Spidey Network. We haven't really talked about it yet, but we're we're gonna build this out. And uh, I'm working on it. <laughs> yes, that is gonna be something that we're gonna build out, and we'll make it. Make it nice and pretty, but yes, Spider Network is offline, but we will definitely be on there. I, I'm going to try to connect the uh, my PS4 to it, so uh, when I'm doing like gaming or whatever, you can jump on. So uh, that is twitchtv network. That is where we're going to eventually be streaming as well. So for that, and yes, it'll be Neil being Neil. All right, that's, uh, part, of, that's part of the charm. Okay, Paul, promote your stuff, pimp your stuff. I will. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Herman22 with two N's, a.k.a. P-Thug. You can also find me on my other podcast, The Comic Binge, with my good friend Chris Clow. We just dropped an episode about Daredevil, Last Rights, the 90s uh, Daredevil run, um, or the last of four issues leading up to uh, issue 300, which is a lot of fun. And uh, that's going to... We're going to try to get another episode out before, but there are going to be some changes. I'll just tease it on here um, for that show probably in the next couple of months. Good changes. It's not, go- it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. But things are in flux right now in a good way. And I'm, uh, things are, yeah, things are moving. I'm just going to tease that right, right here. I don't like doing it on Twitter. I don't feel like being a tease, but it said I'll be a tease on here today. So, uh, yeah, a lot of exciting stuff on, um, I'm really at least I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm I've gotten the works right now. So the first phase I think will be hopefully in the next couple months. So, but comic binge is a part of it. Um, but yeah, also follow me uh, or check me out on the MCU fan show. My good friend uh, Sean Gerber. We just we were releasing a Wandavision episode reviews. We just got episode three released last week. A lot of fun. Uh, I. Yeah, I went on and I did not like the first episode of WandaVision. Liked the second one a lot better. Third one, I freaking loved. And I am all for this. And so, yeah, check out those reviews. I think we had a great uh, conversation last time. And I think the next, this is going to keep getting better and better as episodes go. And uh, also, lastly, but not leastly, like that. Uh, lastly, saga, the saga continues. We have a new episode coming out soon. We review, uh, kind of just overview a little bit in the upcoming year, which I'm really excited about. So, yeah. Lots of stuff for me coming up, and probably even more on the way. So uh, just stay tuned. I'll be, I can't wait to can't wait to hopefully get things uh, done and figured out, and be able to talk all talk all about it one day. Okay, so everybody, comments. Uh, we'll, we, we'll be going through the comments here in just a second, but we also want Patreon ideas. We want to hear from you, our Patreon subscribers, um, and be sure to join our Discord. I'm going to make sure that it's in the link in the description below. Um, but uh, the invite link, but be, become part of our, our, our community on, uh, on, on discord because I love our discord. It's our, it's our, essentially our message board. Now. Um, I, I grew up on message boards. It's very, very convenient, very handy for me to be able to interact with everybody. Uh, you'll see, um, some cool stuff on there. You'll, uh, that's where our good friend symbio bro put on some rumors, about those uh, about those rumored lines of action figures. So uh, definitely gonna when we get more information, we will definitely be bringing it to you. Um, 
Yeah. So, uh, Patreon ideas. We want to hear from you. We want to make this Patreon uh, as inclusive as possible. So go go on there. Go join it. Patreon.com slash Spidey Dude Network. Patreon.com slash Spidey Dude Network. All right. Uh, if nobody else has anything to uh, add, I'm going to start wrapping this up. Oh, by the way, everybody say happy birthday to Waylon. The, uh, the official mascot. Um, <laughs> Happy birthday, doggo! Uh, he turned two today. So big boy. He's, he's a big boy now. He's a full that grown. Is a, that is a large dog for two years old. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, he's a big boy. He's, he's a pure blood, uh, pure breed lab. Chocolate lab. His grandfather, great grandfather, was actually the uh, lab that was on the Perina bags in the 90s. <laughs> so... Yeah, so he's he's not quite famous yet. We tried to get some. We tried to get some. Food and they're like, "Give us a couple years when he's a couple years older, and we'll definitely go cold." Like, all right. So, um, <laughs> all right. Of course, we want your voice to be heard. Leave us a voicemail: one eight nine two five six six three one. Leave us an email of your thoughts at spideyradionetwork at gmail dot com on your favorite podcatcher. Be sure to. Uh, be sure to let us know what you think. Uh, once again, this has been the 14th episode of Spidey Dude Experience. I want to thank my co-hosts, Adam, Paul, Neil, also other members of our network like Kelly, Javi. Thank you all so much. This has been a great, great beginning of 2021. It really has been an <laughs> awesome experience so far. Intended as as Paul is reading, going back to reading his supreme power. But, <laughs> it's like I'm done with this. I'm tired. <laughs> like I'm out. But thanks again for listening. For those that are listening to us on the audio version, hopefully we uh, didn't distract you too much with the sides and stuff like that. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to leave us a review on your favorite podcasters like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Those are our three primary ones. But if you leave us reviews on other places like just email, like, share, subscribe on our YouTube page. Try to get to that 100. Uh, we got to 64 subscribers. So thanks again for listening. And uh, as so as Soflo says, great show today. Thank you again for listening. We will see you next time here on the Spidey Dude Radio Network and the Spidey Dude Experience. Part of Spidey-Dude.com. Spidey Dude. <laughs>